Welcome back, Stanford Truth listeners, to this Apostolic Bible Study Podcast. And I just want to say thank you to all the listeners from the United States, Jordan, Philippines, Germany, United Arab Emirates, Kenya, France, Singapore, Canada, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and to our new listeners from India and United Kingdom. Welcome to Stanford Truth. Praise the Lord to all the Stanford Truth listeners. Thank you for tuning in to this Bible study podcast. For the last three episodes, we've been talking about oneness of God. It is very important for us to understand and to know the the mon, uh, monotheistic belief of one God, as as it says in the Bible. So, the fir- the the previous three episodes, we've talked about God, it's the Godhead, the divine nature of God, and it's it is a salvation issue, because as it says in Deuteronomy six and four. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one one Lord. And also in the New Testament, it is also believe that, as it says in James 2.19, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. Even the devil knows and trembles. Also in Revelation chapter 4.2 says, A throne was set in heaven, and one sat on that throne. So there is only one God from the beginning to the end and also we talked about father son and holy ghost the manifestation the three manifestations of god god is an invisible spirit and god is the father in a parental relationship and also because he's the god who creates he's our creator he's our father he is our redeemer hallelujah and also he is the son in humanity we are reconciled by the death of his son in romans 5 10 and also, uh, in Hebrews 1, 1 to 3, God hath in this last day spoken unto us by His Son, who is the express image of His person. And also, God is the Holy Spirit in activity as a spirit. As it says in Genesis 1, 2, And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And also in Ephesians 4, verse 4 and 6, There is one Spirit, one God, and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. And the Father is the Holy Ghost. It says in Matthew 1.18, She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is the Father of Jesus Christ. Or the Father of, G- of Jesus in, in a sense. And also in Matthew 10.20, For it is not yet, for it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of the Father which speaketh in you. Amen. Also we talked about the deity of Jesus Christ. Deity means the divine status or quality or nature of the creator of the supreme being. Jesus is the is God from the beginning of his human life. He is the uh, prophesied Messiah. He is the Emmanuel. He is the God with us. And also Jesus is the God incarnate. Incarnate means the supernatural being embodied in human form. In short, he is the manifestation of God in flesh. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 9, Isaiah 9 and 6 says, For unto us a child is born, and his name shall be called the Almighty God. He is the everlasting Father. Amen. That, that is also the divine nature of Jesus Christ as the Father, as it's spoken in by Isaiah 9 and 6. And also the divine nature of Jesus Christ as the Holy Spirit. Now the Lord is that Spirit in 2 Corinthians 3.17. Hallelujah. Jesus is the Jehovah, the the one that's been prophesied by Zechariah, that's being 
sold by 30 pieces of silver in Zechariah 11, chapter 11 in Zechariah 12. This is when he was pierced on his side, the prophecy of uh, Zechariah. And also in John 8, Jesus spoke before Abraham was, I am. Now we will be talking about that greatest name, the greatest name on earth, the name of Jesus. So there is four significance of God's name. First, it represents God's character. Second, it represents God's power. Third, it represents God's authority. And the fourth one, it represents God's manifested presence. So let's look in the Word of God what it says about God's character. Because there's, there's some characters of God that we will talk about here. He is the Almighty God, as it says in Exodus chapter 6, verse 3 to 7. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but my name, Lord, I was not known to them. Verse 4, I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan and the land of their pilgrimage in which they were strangers. I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel from the Egyptians keep in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, verse 6, say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will rescue you from their bondage, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. In verse 7, I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. Then you shall know that I am the Lord, your God, who brings you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. Amen. So Jesus is the Almighty God. And also in Genesis chapter 22, verse 14, and, Abraham's, and Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it, said, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Jehovah Jireh means God will see to it, or God the provider. So one, the second characteristics of God is He is a provider. First, he's the God Almighty. He is the provider. Second, and also in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26 said, If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all, the, all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon you which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that heals you, or Jehovah Rafi. God is a healer. That's one of his characteristics. First is God Almighty, God the provider, and God the healer. God is more than all of those things. We've talked about previously in the deity of Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is also the Jehovah Nisi, God my banner, Jehovah Shalom, God is peace, Jehovah God is our righteousness and Jehovah Shammah, God is there. God is everywhere. God is everything to us. Amen. And also in Exodus chapter, oh no, now we're going to the second significance. I'm sorry, the second significance of God's name is it represents his power. In Exodus chapter 9 verse 16, his power and name is declared in all the earth. Let's read in verse 16 and in in, in very deed, for this cause have, have I raised you up 
for to show in you my power and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. So when Jesus or when God uh, showed his power for to the to the Israelites as he brought them out from the bondage of Egyptians when he opened the waters of the Red Sea and we when he when God put plagues upon the Egyptians those diseases God really showed his mighty power and his name is being declared from that day on and also in Joshua chapter 2 verse 10 to 11 he, he's been declared a God of heaven and God beneath. Or he's God of heaven and beneath. Because he's in heaven and also he's, he's in, in hell. He is everywhere. God is everywhere. He sees everything. He's the omnipresent God. He's not only visible on, in heaven, but also the, those who are in hell know that God is there. But they cannot touch him. Hallelujah. For in, in this verse, uh, in Joshua chapter 2, verse 10 to 11, let's read in, chap in verse 10. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt. And what you did to the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things our hearts did melt neither did there remain any courage in any man because of you for the lord your god he is god in heaven above and in earth beneath amen also it represents god authority the third one let's read in exodus chapter 23 verse 20 to 21 behold i send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which i have prepared Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. So when God speaks to his angel, angel only obeys. They cannot, uh, they cannot say their thoughts or peace on behalf. But whatever God said, they will do. So when... When, uh, when God sent an angel to tell people to do those things that God has spoken, they must do or else the angel will destroy them or will, will not pardon them, as it says in this verse. Also in Amos chapter 9, verse 12, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and of all the heathen which are called by my name says the lord that does this amen so god's authority god has a power to do anything in just a snap of his finger like when he said to the angel destroy this land he, immediately when the angel comes they will destroy it as what it that's what the angels did in sodom and gomorrah hallelujah also in exodus chapter now we're now we're going to the fourth uh, significance of God's name. It represents His manifested presence in Exodus chapter 20, verse 24. An altar of earth you shall make to me, and shall sacrifice thereon. Your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, you, your sheep and your 
oxen in all places where I record my name. I will come to you and I will bless you. God's power, he's that Shekinah glory that pours down in the tabernacle that God uh, or uh, uh, given to Moses to build in the wilderness after they get out of, uh, out of Egypt as they cross the Red Sea. So in the wilderness, they have this tabernacle and the presence of God only fell when they do the right thing that God had told them to do. Um, if, uh, if the Israelites will sacrifice the right sacrifice in the altar of sacrifice where they burn the offerings, it represents repentance. That sacrifice, the one that they burn from the altar, uh, from the first altar, is a representation of uh, repentance. And the brazen laver where the priest washed their hands is the representation of baptism in Jesus' name or water baptism in Jesus' name. And also the, the Holy of Holies or the, uh, the holy place where the incense, the showbread, the, the, the candlestick, it represents uh, what we must do. To, to, uh, to bring down that Shekinah glory. We need to give praise. We need to, uh, we need to glorify God. We need to uh, magnify Him in all His goodness and all His greatness. Hallelujah. So, it represents His manifested presence because He's that Shekinah glory. There's a lot of presence that God showed the Israelites during those times. He's the pillar of fire and he is the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night hallelujah so now we will talk about the supreme revelation of god in the new testament first we will talk about some two uh from two passage from the old testament in zechariah chapter 14 verse 9 and the lord shall be king over all the earth in that day Shall there be one Lord in his name? One. Also in Isaiah 52 verse 6, Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know that know in that day that I am he that does speak. Behold, it is I. In, uh, in Acts chapter 3 verse 6 and 16, it says, Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give you. But, but such as I have, give I you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. In verse 16, in his name, through faith, in his name, in his name, he's made this man strong, whom you see. And now, yea, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of of all. Also in Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11 says, Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is, the, is Lord to the glory of 
of God the Father. This was uh, spoken by the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 45.23. I have sworn by myself. This is God speaking. The word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return that every knee should bow, shall bow. Every tongue shall take an oath. Amen. Also the saving name of Jesus Christ. As it says in Matthew 1.21, an angel's Matthew 20 and 21. An angel spoke to Joseph. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. In verse 21, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So that name is the one that saves. Also, let's... Uh, I've, I've searched the, the name of Jesus in Hebrew, derived from the word or name Yeshua or Yeshua, which is based on the semantic root word Yasha, meaning to deliver or to rescue. You can look that up in uh, Wikipedia if you want to research it for yourself. And also in uh, John chapter 20, verse 31. But this are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ. In Hebrew means Messiah, which means one who is anointed, the Son of God. And that believing you may have life in his name. Hallelujah. That you may have life in his name. So in the name of Jesus, it say, that saving name brings life. Also in Acts chapter 10 verse 43, to him all the prophets witnesses prophets witness that through his name whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins only in the name of jesus there is remission of sins and also in first john chapter 2 verse 12 i write to you little children because of your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake at the name of jesus your sins will be forgiven through water baptism by applying the name of Jesus Christ, as it says in Acts 2.38, for the remission of your sins, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of your sins. Hallelujah. And also in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Amen. So let's read some verses here in Psalms 100, oh, I'm sorry, Psalms 44, verse 20 to 21. Hallelujah. So we will be, we'll be on the end of this Bible study podcast. Hallelujah. So we will be talking about God demands reverence for his name, as it says in, uh, Psalms 44, verse 20 to 21. It says here, If we had forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to a foreign God, would not God search this out? For He knows the secrets of the heart. You know, even if we don't say it, if God sees that our hearts are far from Him, He will get mad. He will be upset. He will be angry with us because God demands reverence. He wants respect and honor for His name. Also, 
In Psalms 91 verse uh, 14, God wants us to God warns us not to forget his name. Psalms 91 verse 14 says, Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. And also in Malachi chapter 3 verse 16 says, It says there, Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. So he warns us not to forget his name. Because when we remember him, he remembers us and hears our prayer. And also, God's promise blessing to those who know him. Hallelujah. Or know him or think upon his name. Let's read in uh, Psalms 90. 91 verse, oh, I'm sorry, I read the wrong verses for, for God warns not to forget his name. It's in Psalms 44 verse 20 to 21. And in Psalms, the one that we just, just read is God's promise blessing to those who know and think upon his name. So we must remember and uh, give reverence to that great name, to that holy name, the name of Jesus Christ. Also, there's some verses here that I would love to would like to read to you in Acts chapter 10 verse 43. We've just read this early earlier that it says um, in Acts chapter Acts chapter 10. I'm sorry, Acts chapter 10 verse 43. It says, to, ho to him all the prophets witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remissions of sins. And also in Luke 24 verse 47, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. So there is power in the name of Jesus Christ. There is freedom or God's name is very, very important in in everything that we do because that is as it says in uh, Colossians 3 17 whatever we do in word or deed we must do it all in the name of Jesus Christ giving thanks hallelujah in word or in deed hallelujah praise the Lord Stanford truth listeners we've just studied about the greatest name on earth and that is the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. I hope and pray that you all been informed, transformed, and blessed by this Bible study podcast. And for our next episode, we will be talking about salvation. I hope that this past 2020 have been such a blessing to each one of you as it has been to me, though it's been difficult at times because of the situation that's going on. But I know God is faithful and he will do the same thing this year, 2021. God bless you in Jesus' name.